Welcome to Hearts and Horses. Today we're going to be learning about the quarter horse. This American horse got its name because it used to be raced over a distance of one quarter of a mile, around 0.4 kilometers. It is very popular in western riding. Now we're going to read a story about a girl and her horse. I was 14 and I rode a tiny chestnut quarter horse mare for my lessons. I absolutely adored her. My mom could barely afford riding lessons and I didn't get an allowance, so no spending money. I did manage to scrape up enough pennies to buy a little bit of red satin ribbon, just enough to hold back my hair with enough left over I could tie a bow in the mane of the little mare. This little horse loved to jump and we spent most of our lessons jumping courses that my instructor thought up. The mare was the perfect lesson horse until one day she went over a jump and started to buck. This had never happened before and caught me completely off guard. When she stopped bucking, I was hanging under her neck with my arms wrapped tightly around her neck. My right foot was still in the stirrup, twisted around, and my left foot was on the top of the saddle. The mare was holding completely still. I think she was surprised by her antics and the result. I remember thinking, I'll just pull my foot out of the stirrup, drop down, get back on, and then my instructor said, you are not off yet, and I knew my foot couldn't hit the ground. So I grabbed some mane and pulled and wiggled and managed to get back in the saddle. Welcome back to Hearts and Horses. Today we're going to be learning about the Arabian horse. The Arabian is the oldest and purest of all horse breeds. It is small and strong and moves with a beautiful floating action. Arabians are high-spirited and playful, but are gentle too. Now we're going to read a story about a lady and her dream. It's called My Arabian Horse Dream. One of my dreams as a child was to live on a farm and raise beautiful horses who would be kindly treated and never have to be sold for economic reasons to people older than those who would truly love and appreciate them. Life took me on a different path, far from my dream, and as I now know, I unconsciously attracted into my own life experiences that were major roadblocks to my happiness. One unwavering bright spot in my life was that I had, with great determination, managed to acquire an Arabian horse foal that I raised to adulthood. He became my constant companion, my touchstone to happiness when life was at its bleakest. I had read and was inspired by many of the great authors mentioned in The Secret, Shakespeare, Victoria Hugo, Emerson, etc. And had a student of the Course in Miracles, as well as other spiritual texts, I had a strong faith in the goodness and abundance of the creative spirit. Yet somehow my inner experience of faith never seemed to translate into my outer world. One day, at a particularly low point in my life, I came across a horse book that depicted some of the most famous Arabian horses. As I idly turned the pages, I came across a picture of a horse that looked remarkably like mine. But this horse was born in England in 1926. On the next page was a picture of the horse's father, born in Poland in 1909, and he too had the same features. How could this be? How could a horse born ten generations ago be so similar? Much like your experience while reading the Wallace Waddles book, I couldn't let it go. I had to know how and why. I became obsessed and spent the next year researching old pedigrees, talking to owners, breeders, and researchers online without really knowing why I was doing this. I became fascinated by the stories 
behind the stories of how these horses came to be preserved by distinct lineages from the ancient desert Bedoinus and exported bloodlines intact to all parts of the modern world. No matter where the location, the person stories of the great love and dedication that people had for these horses was consistent. The characteristics of intelligence, beauty, endurance, and affection, and close bonds to people that the Bedouins had shaped were still intact. As I traced my horse's family links, a new dream began to arise within me. What if I could gather the few remnants of his horse family that survived together and preserve and breed them to carry on for future generations the wonderful qualities that they possessed. With more diligent searching, I came upon a list of five horses in North America that, if brought together, could accomplish my dream. And I remembered my childhood dream. How could I support five horses and all their offspring without having to sell them for economic reasons? Slowly an idea began to emerge. What if I could combine my strong faith and my love of horses together? What if the horses themselves could form the basis of a spiritual retreat program? It would provide for their care and become a daily blessing for those involved. I mentioned the idea to an internet faith friend and she was wildly excited for this idea. She insisted that I had to go and watch a movie that she had seen that was all about manifesting your dreams. It was called The Secret. So I did. I was completely overwhelmed by the movie as it tied together so many pieces of the partial knowledge that I could never fit together before. For years, I practiced meditation, universal love, the power of positive thinking. But what was missing for me was the feeling. I wasn't feeling happy now while I was doing these things, so my happiness was always somewhere in the future. When I saw James Ray give the analogy of the seeds just about to break through the to the surface when I thought a doubt makes this unseen recede. I thought of my gosh, that's me. That is what I always do, give up before the results surface. I made a decision right there and then that I wasn't going to do that anymore. I said, all right, universe, I've done all that I can do to research this dream. I'm ready to show, show me the money. Oh, yes, I also need a new computer since all my research is on the one that is broken. Rhonda, three days later... A woman, a stranger, walked into my daughter's workplace and asked if she knew of anyone that needed an almost new computer for free. As she had just upgraded and didn't want to be bothered trying to sell this one. The following day, a friend said that she had a book at home that I might enjoy because it was supposed to be about manifesting, and she had never gotten around to reading it. It was called The Secret. The next day, I got a call from a lawyer in a different part of the country who had been trying to track me down because a relative had passed away and left me part of his estate. Enough to purchase three of the five horses, that was enough to convince me. I started reading everything that I could on the law of attraction. The Charles Hannell and Wallace Waddle's ebooks that are available as a free download from this site were particularly moving for me. I'm not surprised that they had such an impact on you. Their reverence and spirituality shine through on every page. In the last eight months, I have manifested not only the three horses, but many other amazing things. I managed to find one of the two or three remaining breeding stallions in my horse's 
lineage. One of my ladies is on her way to his farm to meet him this week, so the first foal will be born the next spring. In searching for a suitable stallion for the other mare, an internet friend in another country sent me a notice about a raffle for a breeding to a noted Arabian stallion that would normally be out of my reach. I entered the raffle, and about out of the 360 entries, two names were chosen. Mine was one of them. I was jumping around the room for joy when I heard the news. Another baby horse will be born next spring. Now I have no doubt that the two remaining horses and the farm slash retreat are going to manifest. My childhood dream has grown up to encompass a spiritual component, so the dream has come full circle. I still have moments of fear and doubt, but they are becoming more rare, and now I know where to go for positive affirmations. That story is awesome. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Bye.